0: Welcome back to the TV Podcast. It is time for our final weekly check-in for Series 8 of Doctor Who. We uh, have just finished watching the season finale. Series finale, whatever you want to call it. And you, you know, James James Thompson is with me. Uh, series, season, you confuse me with your strange British television terms for your I, programs. I, I,
1: I get confused by your American- Americanism, so mm. I don't know which it is either. So,
0: Well, it's the eighth of it, <laughs> whatever it is. And this was the last of them, the twelfth one, of, after the eighth of the, them. And James is here to talk about it. And I've also brought back another uh, panelist from this season's uh, flashcasts, uh, David Lore. Hello. Hello
2: there. Yeah, when, when they were announcing uh, at the beginning of the show on the BBC feed where, where it says, and now the series finale of Doctor Who. And the, the 10-year-old from the other room goes, it's the very last one. Said, no, 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 of, of this series. <laughs> They're not making any more. No, 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 no.
0: Yeah. yeah um, back when I was growing up, the uh, TV guide would say last show of the series in brackets. And that was the mm. kiss of death. That meant that it would never be back. It had been canceled. It would never be back. But in England, the series means actually a perfectly reasonable thing which is that it's a series of episodes and then that series of episodes is at an end and we won't see doctor who again till christmas but that's a, we've got a, an hours worth of of uh, episode 12 to talk about before then death in heaven part two by Stephen moffat and last week we speculated on this very podcast that Stephen moffat would do something twisty to make us confused and not pick up right where he left off because that's what he does with two-parters and so of course he picked up right where he left off (laughs) and uh which was clara in peril being chased by a cyberman and uh the doctor uh also in peril uh outside with cybermen outside of saint paul's and uh But what we got that was the most amusing thing, I think, is that Clara, in order to confuse the Cybermen and keep herself alive, claims to be the doctor. She's certainly well aware of him uh, having kind of popped around in his entire life, which leads to an opening credit sequence where Jenna Coleman is listed first (laughs) and we see her eyes in the uh, over the logo. Well, which which was a nice touch. I thought that was very funny.
1: Did anyone actually believe for a second that it was true what she was saying?
0: Well, I I'm, think so. I'm sure there's a there. Are, I mean, I'm sure there's a gullible person out there somewhere who believed that. <laughs> but I thought that was a, a funny, a funny way to go. And she she could do a good job. She's been playing as the Doctor this season a bunch, so she knows she knows what to do.
1: Uh, it did explain the the line we saw in the trailer I know. I think before. Claire
0: Oswald never existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah, again, a nice touch. <laughs> that, freak, that freaked everybody out, and it's just a gambit with the Cybermen. It has nothing to do with any cheats, ripoffs. Oh, Stephen Moffat, so many mis- misdirections. <laughs> um, so, uh, then we get into it. Unit appears outside of St. Paul's. Um, we get to see uh, the our friend with the D- Tom Baker scarf is back. What's her name? Oswood. Os- Osgood. Os- Osgood. Osgood. Okay. It's mm-hmm. another Oz, like Oswald, but it's not her. And Osgood, she's, yes. She, Osgood, and she's got a bow tie this time because bow ties are cool. She's the Doctor's biggest fan. And, uh, of course, Kate Stewart is there as well and unit soldiers. And although we've seen that unit soldiers can fire and fire and fire at Cybermen and they the, the bullets just bounce off, the Cybermen and, and Missy um, kind of play along with the— threat of the guns of unit, um, except that, and this is, I thought the most inspired thing, the, uh, the, the Cybermen fly like Iron Man. Yes.
1: Especially since they have the chest reactor pit, uh, bit in their chest plate. As That's well. true. They got the little yeah. circle
0: on their chest and they fly like Iron Man. I mean, the Iron Man, Cyberman is what I mean. That was the moment <laughs> I, I just, I just, I thought that was, I thought that was clever. And I think that that suggests something about, um, Maybe we can talk about the Cybermen a little bit right here because this is, you know, I think the Cybermen are a problematic villain in Doctor Who. They're a classic villain. They've been brought back a bunch, but they're not always the best. Their stories aren't always that interesting. Uh, And in the modern Doctor Who, they've tried to make it about the the people who are being converted, and, and, and we see that again this time. But I think it's interesting that this is, in some ways, this is Stephen Moffat once again saying, what could I do to make the Cybermen more interesting? And so here, they fly like Iron Man, and they kind of work like zombies. Like, th- this is, I mean, uh, S- Cybermen hands are coming out of graves. They're literally just reanimating the bo- dead bodies with their cyber pollen. And somehow that gets uh, what heavy metal leached out of the ground to be yeah used i didn't
1: to, quite understand where all the metal was and going the to <laughs> fuel
0: to fuel the rockets that they use to fly around and i don't understand this i mean again
1: it's nanotechnology hmm. Something, something. It, it,
0: we don't it's, understand It's wibbly wobbly. It. Yeah, it's too it's too complicated for the human mind to understand. But suffice it to say, it, it works fine. Um, but I, I thought that was, you know, there's two ways to go with this stuff, right? You can either say, well, but, but that's not how the Cybermen work. I guess Missy has upgraded them, but you can try to rationalize it. Or you can say this is Stephen Moffat trying to tell a different kind of Cyberman story. And the way they're doing it is by saying, well, look, Cybermen, we always said the Cybermen were people who had been turned into these things. So they're essentially zombies anyway. So why don't we just say, yes, they're zombies. We're actually going to bring them back from the dead crawling out of the graves. And so that's what we get. That's the Cybermen we get. We get Iron Man zombies, basically.
1: I I did think the flying was because they had seen the Daleks could now fly. So clearly the Cybermen wanted to fly as well. Can you blame them? Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I I didn't have a problem with any of that. I mean, aside from the you know how did they get the metal and the power and all that, but but I you know I could let that go because it was a nice concept. And it's like all right, that that makes sense. The problem I have with them in this episode will come later, and I don't want to spoil anything yet. So,
0: well, I mean, I. First off, if you haven't seen this episode, uh don't That's listen true. to this podcast because we're going to we're going to break we're going to break it down and and we can I, I I we can jump around. I think we need to, we should talk about the Cybermen now and all their all okay. their parts. It, it it this is one of those stories where the Cybermen are just pawns in the master's game and in, in Missy's yes. game. They they're they're, yeah. they're they don't have a grand plan. She's using their technology to you know, to work her plan and build her army and all of that. And they're, they're patsies. They're, they're, uh, you know, they're, she's upgraded them. She's upgraded their equipment. She's upgraded the brains by st- sort of stealing the consciousness of she's like, f- it's like freeze dried Cybermen, right? She's like stolen all the, all the mines and she's got all the dead bodies in place and she can reanimate them and make a, a, a huge, the b- biggest cyber army ever. That's interesting, but it's also not, you know, the Cybermen are just the pawns. They're not right. It's, it.
2: it's kind of like sea monkeys.
0: <laughs> yeah, just add, add water, magic yeah. cyber water, and boom.
1: <laughs> cyber but Man. there was no indication of any cyber controller or anything no. like
2: that. Yeah,
0: no. So I guess I mean technically these are these are Missy's Cybermen. They are her. She's just using them for their. I don't know. For their their own recognizance that people, because <laughs> the Doctor <laughs> will read. I mean, why why Cybermen? I guess they're they're convenient. Maybe she you know she's had an idea. Like I know I can use the Cybermen because they are not they are completely subservient to her her plan here. They're just they're just her convenient soldiers. You know when they came well, through and- when they came through an army of ghosts. Um uh, the the second season series whatever finale. Um it was their plan. They were attacking, and here they're, they're they're attacking, but at the whim of of uh, and the and the will of Missy.
2: Right. Well, it's not even her will; it's just whoever speaks into that little bracelet. I so guess. if someone walks up and goes, "Everybody dance now," and they would all just start <laughs> dancing. It's mm-hmm. like that's kind of dumb. Um, you know, you want to have a code; you want to be able to
0: say, "No, no, no, only me." Aren't only they supposed me. to be intelligent? I mean, they're supposed to follow orders, but they're they're the whole why why even have con- why even downloaded have consciousnesses. consciousnesses? yeah yeah they, it just seems to be introducing
1: it's like introducing a random element into it, like uh we'll give these people a mind of their own, but then they follow orders
0: and also we will give them the option of choosing to delete their emotions or not, like yeah, Danny so how, was giving how, that how many people
1: week. said yes or no to that,
0: and why would yeah. you not just not download the ones who said who said no it, yeah, <laughs> just and leave then, those behind. <laughs>
2: And, and then, you know, of all these Cybermen who have, you know, risen from the grave, there are only apparently two who can run counter to the programming or whatever it is, and, and be good and save the day.
0: Well, we only saw those two.
2: We only saw those two. Maybe
0: maybe there are yeah. others. Maybe maybe Earth is now protected by a <laughs> uh, a Thunderbirds or Captain Scarlet, but references, by the way, style nice, special yeah. super team of Cybermen that are actually back. They're cyber zombies. They're back from the dead, and they're here to protect you. Iron Men. I would watch that spinoff. Mm.
1: I didn't understand the th- whole thing. Like, there was 91... Cybermen came out of St. Paul's And they said That's that's one for every major city And town in the UK But then they said it was happening worldwide
0: Well I think there were other Cyber uh, oh, ci- so Cybermen there was other... pods In other countries right. I see But St. Paul's was only only expected to serve The local market And then <laughs> other there'd be other Cybermen In cathedrals all around the country. I, I was thinking it could be cathedrals, city halls Or whatever, but domes Yeah yeah. They, each country gets its own dome. Oh, dome of Cybermen. Um, I, I mean, we, we can make we can make light of it, but um, the image of the of, of Saint Paul's unfolding like that, I thought was really cool. That thought, was very nice. I, I thought that was really fun. And honestly, Cybermen flying like Iron Man—that's a great idea. That's I, I mean, mm-hmm. I can and I can imagine uh, Stephen Moffat watching the Avengers and going, you know. <laughs> i While watching do, Iron
2: Man three. Well, yeah, exactly. I yeah. could do
0: that. We could do that with the Cybermen. Yeah. That would make them interesting. Finally, <laughs> um, and I like that. And 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 when they're menacing the uh, the airplane, they're all you know. Si- there's a good there's a good jolt of uh, a scare. My son jumped uh, when the Cyberman faces in the window. It's a little Twilight yeah. Zone. <laughs> yeah, I did think Twilight Zone. <laughs> But then they're, now, see, and they're tearing was, the thing apart from the outside. I thought that was that was that was kind of cool. They can fly like like Iron Man 3. Exactly right. But that was one of those things where I'm sitting there kind of yelling at the TV going,
2: "Okay, you have these things that can fly. Don't get in a plane. What are you doing?"
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Well, because I only- mean the only
2: reason to do that is to have that moment where they're ripping the plane apart.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, otherwise yeah. Okay, so um, President <laughs> President of Earth, let's talk about that. Um, we have this, we have this, uh, uh, okay, you know, this is, so I'm going to say, I think this is a story that actually works on a lot of levels, but those levels are very high up levels where you aren't looking down at the details, because the details are all kind of like, um, just don't, just don't look too closely at the details, please, if you care about the details, because the, the mm-hmm. so unit Unit finds them right away, which is great. And the Master goes along with it, and the Cybermen fly off because they don't want to face the Unit people's guns. Um, okay. They throw a, an old Cybermen head down. I like the fact that her
1: first thought was to, we'll bring the head if we need to menace any Cybermen.
0: Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that they get the <laughs> alert that the Cybermen are coming out of St. Paul's? And she's uh, like, she said, grab the, the head. Grab Go the to the head museum.
1: Grab the head before you come on. The, bring bring the, head the head with <laughs> you.
0: Uh, get that head, head of Alfredo, Cyberman. Get get that head over here. Uh, so they and then they so then they knock out the Doctor. Okay, why? It's part of the protocol. Why is that part of the protocol that they knock out the Doctor? It's dramatic that he wakes it's up and he's, and he's being That's loaded it. on an airplane, but it doesn't make Headcut. any sense. He's he's the only one who's going to save you, um, and you knock him out. It doesn't. I, I
1: was thinking he's like Mister T, and he doesn't like to get <laughs> on an airplane, <laughs> so they knock him out beforehand.
0: I, I ain't going I actually, on no plane, Murdoch! I was actually uh,
2: hoping when they brought out the cyberhead that it would, it would actually have a
0: cannon inside, so it would be a literal head cannon. Just uh, freak people out. Oh, man. So, so I don't understand this protocol, but anyway, they get him on a plane <laughs> and say, uh, you're now the president of Earth, which, okay, commander-in-chief... Commander-in-chief of all the Earth forces isn't the same as being president of Earth. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. I don't... You know, but... Uh, and he's on the plane again. Why? I guess because all the cool heads of state have a plane, and because Stephen Moffat really likes the West Wing, and you know it's cool <laughs> that there's a plane, and Air Force One was a cool movie, and... I just I, I I question this. I like the idea at the back of it which is we've learned our lesson and under certain circumstances if the doctors around we're going to like give him the keys. We're not going to fight fight him. We're not going to argue. We're going to give him the keys and let him be that commanding officer which is part of the theme of the season, right? That that he gives orders to soldiers. So I don't I don't mind any of that. It, the plane did yeah, it's there to be in jeopardy and the the sedation of the doctor makes no sense to me at all.
1: I mean, it was partly, well, I, th- I think it was the, you know, they're putting him in charge of all the armed forces on Earth, and then later in the episode, he's put in charge of all the armed forces of the Cybermen. Yes. And I thought that, that right. was the deliberate...
0: Yeah, oh, d- definitely. It's just the president part and the Air Force One, Earth Force One part <laughs> that seemed sort of sort of silly, but uh, leads to having that, uh, that plane sequence, which uh, I didn't mind, although I, I have to say I... Uh, apparently, Agents of Shield has given me a, a, a serious aversion to <laughs> episodes that happen on an airplane because they're like, no, don't get on the plane. Yeah. Now it's like Agents of Shield and the master yeah. is down in the. Oh, it, it gave me some Agents of Shield, and I like
2: that show mm. now. But yeah, I mean, I, pretty much as soon as uh, they're on the plane and they have all the things, it's like, okay, she's going to get out. She's going to start killing people. Uh-huh. The plane's going to go down. Yep. Can we just get to it? You know, yeah. don't you know? But yeah. then, then it's like you know, well, well, we see the the painting of. Uh, the brigadier, which
1: is in almost every shot.
2: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and and when she said, "He just always wanted you to salute him," and I immediately went, "Ah, he's going to be one of the dead Cybermen, ah. and the Doctor will salute him." Okay. I didn't yeah. even. Th- I mean, that wasn't even so that a that pause.
0: that slid like, that that sl- that slid past me. Because I think I was distracted by the fact that they were—they had the giant portrait of <laughs> Nicholas a Courtney, plane. and on a plane. and uh, yeah, well, and they had the portrait, and it's like this—the series has paid paid homage to the Brigadier before, and so I thought, okay, yeah. they're paying homage to the Brigadier again.
1: Well, it, it was also the way Kate kept saying, "What do you mean? How long? How far back would it go?" Mm. And I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes,
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah." Yep. And, and, you know, I I think that might have been the point where I just went, I'm sick and tired of these mother effing time lords on this mother effing plane.
0: <laughs> oh, so uh, you talked about death. I actually want to want to talk about that because I think uh, not only is this an episode in, and this in the last episode about death and about uh, the afterlife and things like that, but. I feel like this season. I think I read an interview with him somewhere that said this: that Stephen Moffat, Stephen Moffat's trying to live down the "everybody lives" thing a little bit this season and go back to some of the ways that in the past Doctor Who left a huge body count everywhere. And we've seen death throughout this season. And here, you know, he he gets a little Joss Whedon. He he kills was, a, yes. he kills a nice character who he created, and he gets he and and uh, is very sympathetic and is a essentially a uh, wish fulfillment character for Doctor Who. Fans and he kills her. Kills them. and yeah. and that made me angry too. But yeah, but that's I'm, what he wants you to feel there. Right? I still, I still have issues about
2: Wash at the end of Serenity.
0: So. <laughs> Spoilers for Serenity, <laughs> but he totally lived because Joss Whedon but said so. One
1: of one of the, one of right. the things uh, I was thinking was the. The episodes are on about two hours later than they normally are mm-hmm. in the UK. So mm. typically Doctor Who was sort of six o'clock and it's now on at eight o'clock. Eight, yeah. And the the later time slot, I think he was quoted as saying it was something to do with, I imagine, you know, wanting it to make it darker. Because you, I don't think you can really have that kind of body count at six o'clock.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. No, and I, I don't mind. I don't mind that that he's... Uh, this season we'll talk about the season at the end but this there's a lot of experimenting going on about how can we change this i would say if you stripped off all the labels and i had no idea who was making the show and i saw this season uh series whatever okay this year (laughs) these 12 i would not believe you that it's the same person who did the matt smith era i would not believe you. It's a completely different feel, and we can yeah. argue, and I think fans will endlessly argue about better or worse or different or all of that, but I think he went into this trying for it to be different and 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 succeeded um, in that way, and you see it in this finale, right? It's got some of the trappings of the past season finales where there is a worldwide peril blah 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 but it it didn't you know a lot of it feels different and the 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 jeopardy and the darkness and the deaths all they this is a a complicated uh story and yes parts of it maybe don't make any sense but um it's different it it definitely felt different to me
2: well and i mean Mm. i've I've said this before this year um that one of the things that i've really enjoyed all series is that see i said series um Mm, is that <laughs> pip, pip. they they start to do you know the tropes you recognize the tropes and then they twist it somehow mm. and and almost every time it's been a really nice surprise so i've liked that i i didn't quite feel that in last weeks or this weeks but i you know i could see they were trying um and and yeah i mean i i appreciate the body count i like i like the fact that you have characters that can be in jeopardy because they're not the star you know they're not coming back mm. um although i think if if i were going to kill someone at unit i'd be much happier with kate because that would have been more dramatic and right. well she
1: fell out of she fell out of a plane and right i um, i
2: know but but she was saved by by cyber brigadier and, and again and that, you know it was like as soon as she fell i'm like ah he's gonna save her but well, you know, I, thought I i, just, that I prefer po- osgood that osgood i'm okay
1: I did think at the point where Kate fell out of the plane and apparently died as well. I was thinking, are we heading towards a reset at the end of this episode in some Uh, way? mm, Because we've got mm. Danny, Oswood, Good, (laughs) and Kate. Um, And And, and Man Scout. Yes. Well, Man Scout is an interesting one um, (laughs) because like um, on the Mummy on the Orient Express, the um, engineer on the train was played by Frank Skinner, who's a right. quite well-known comedian in the UK. Well, uh, Colonel Ahmed was played by Sanjeev Bhaskar, who's also uh, quite a well-known uh, comedian in the UK from a TV series called Goodness Gracious Me. And that, that was another one of those casting that takes you slightly out of it because he's just like a sort of you know, character in the background, but he's a, quite a recognisable face.
0: Everybody on the plane yeah, died. Yeah. The plane went down. The plane was broken apart by Cybermen. <laughs> Unless other Cybermen happened to be relatives of the people falling to their deaths and also <laughs> saved them. And and had their emotions
2: overridden. And like
0: perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> um, going going back to... I'm, I'm happy to jump off uh, uh, on a tangent whenever. Just going back to sort of my notes from the the episode as it proceeded, just so we don't miss anything. I liked the scene... Uh, in the in the nether sphere at the beginning, where the uh, Weasley guy who ends up being an AI uh, says, "We are going home. This is a data cloud." Uh, but you're going to get a bit of an upgrade. It was a nice, you know, using the terminology of uh, of modern Cybermen and kind of putting a capper on the nether sphere part of the story from the last episode. I I thought that hmm. was uh, I thought that was effective, and he was effective as the bureaucrat in charge, the marketing guy in charge of the afterlife. Yeah.
1: I, I liked the the the, um, the, the Thunderbirds reference. And yeah, when they said yes. Thunderbirds, I was like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> that's and Captain then, Scarlet. And then they turn around and say, no, that's Captain Scarlet. And, and, <laughs> and then the doctor
0: expresses deep but, disapproval of the people who are around him who can't get these basic <laughs> references right.
1: Yes, because he's danced with Sylvia Anderson, as he said.
0: The cloud base, mm. right? The cloud base. Yes. Yeah. Are we going to the cloud base? Um <laughs> And uh in my notes I've got uh I like the Cybermen scene in the morgue again I'm not quite sure how water makes metal bodies but it's nanotechnology and it's magic and trust me it it, it totally works um it's liquid metal Uh, it's made of liquid metal um (laughs) are you in the scouts was a funny line i thought and and this is the doctor taking down the military people which is again back to our themes of the season which they did address i expressed i think last week fear that this stuff wasn't going to get addressed and and uh, you know I I thought it would, but you 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 know I didn't want it to get carry over, and it didn't carry over. We got the soldiers and the doctor leading soldiers, and am I a good man? And all of those sorts of things come up because he in the in the best way, right? Because now he's put in charge by unit, and unit has always been this question with the doctor of you're working with soldiers. I thought you were this anti-establishment type, but now you're working with soldiers, and that's all in the mix here. um, Leading up to Missy ultimately saying, "I'm giving you another army." And I like that. I like that that they brought Unit in because that's another one of those examples of the Doctor giving orders to soldiers.
1: I did like, um, just before Osgood is uh, killed and the Doctor is talking to her, he says something like, you know, all of space and time, something for your bucket list or something like that. And I think he was sort of hinting to her, hmm, you you seem to have all the necessary qualifications Mm. to be a companion. So she gets that little bit of hope right before she's killed.
0: Right. Yep, it's the day before her retirement yeah very Joss Whedon yes. I'm telling you it's very Joss Whedon that's, that's the untold story of, of Doctor Who is that he keeps trying to uh, find companions and you know if you don't die right away then <laughs> he'll sign you up but he has to go through like lots of people to find the ones who don't die um, those are the very lucky ones um, so, so Clara is saved by uh, Danny Pink Cyberman who blows up the other Cyberman, and uh, and is very, very clearly Danny Pink. He's holding the Danny Pink piece of paper in his hand, and he's uh, he's come to save her, uh, but he also is made sad by her because she lies to him, and he knows that she's a good liar. Which, uh, but you know, but I like seeing Cybermen blow up other Cybermen. I thought that was good. Yeah, you know, I don't know Danny Pink. I don't know. <laughs> I really like Danny Pink this season, and to have him killed sort of like summarily off camera, um, in that low key way, and uh, he gets well, just, he gets some stuff here, but I don't know. Again,
2: you know, just land the TARDIS five minutes before and say, "Don't step in the street." Done. I mean, why? Why not? Paradoxes.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. there's there's because reasons. Yeah, for um,
2: reasons because then none of this would happen, and we want
0: this to happen, and we then. want these stories to
2: happen. Sure, yeah. uh, I that like, I mean that that kind of thing. I I don't mind him dying. I just wish it had been a better story to keep him dead. I liked his sacrifice at the end, but again, kind of saw that coming. But I just I I did not like I did not like last week's at all, and so this this was better than last week's, but I just. I don't know. It, I didn't like the setup. I don't like Missy. Um, I, I thought this was the best
0: episode I've seen with
2: her, but I just, I didn't.
0: Yeah, I like Missy. I, I, uh, I mean, actually, I came to hate her in, as she ke- kept dropping in, in cameos, yes. but I actually liked yes. her last week and this week. I, I think I having her come down this- in the graveyard as Mary Poppins was hilarious, by the way. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes. yes, that was wonderful.
0: No, but um, i i i i thought she was quite effective actually i i, th- I th- yeah I, th- I think
2: their bantering was terrific uh,
1: apparently their friends um uh, peter capaldi um, mm. well doesn't um, everybody
0: is she is she scottish too
1: you, uh, i think so i think so yes
0: she's a f- yeah she's doing the she's talking uh, it.
1: I did like... do uh, all the, the
0: Scots know each other? Don't you know Peter Capaldi, James, right? You, Everyone well, knows I, Peter Capaldi. I
1: did like the reference to the doctor graduating from Glasgow University, mm-hmm. same as me, so clearly, mm-hmm. uh, yes, we, we do all know each other.
2: <laughs> I, I did see uh, comedian Susan Kalman tweeting a little while ago <laughs> saying, you know, he graduated from Glasgow University and he did this. I knew it. I'm the doctor. I've mm. always <laughs> known it. So...
0: Uh, I like Missy uh, taunting the doctor and saying, "I know where Gallifrey is, and the best part about knowing is not telling you." <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really good. All those years you wanted to rule the world, here's your chance. Um, well, I that that was the other thing. It's like I don't
2: I don't really get her plot. I didn't think that was a very effective. Plot. Well, the
1: masters never really had a <laughs> sort of consistent That's true. No, I
0: plot. thought last week was like, I thought this was a promising master. I said last week, it's like of all the stupid plans that the masters ever had, this one's actually <laughs> yes. pretty good. It's like I, I use Cybermen, I, I, I download people's right. memories, and I edit oh, them, yeah. and then I put them in the bodies, and then we take over the world with them. I'm like, okay, that, as, was, as master plans go, it's not I, that terrible. I, I, I was fine co- with that up until the moment where she goes, and here,
2: it's all for you. And I went, what? No, stop that.
0: Do something more effective. Well, uh, yeah. it, it's it, but it's it, the master. It's the the grand scope. Well, it's 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 tied to the theme, right? This is this is yeah. the master has apparently decided that um, this is also the theme of this season, <laughs> and so it's <laughs> uh, going to test. It. I, I find it. Yeah. First off, I thought when cool. m- maybe when when the the source of the drums had been, which which is the source of the master's insanity, had been revealed, that perhaps the master would be differently kind of crazy or not crazy. Um, but she's still playing it a little like John Sim of being like actually uh, like she says to to. Uh, Osbert, which is not her name, but I'm just going to make that up. She says, you know, yeah, I I could, I should probably keep you alive, but basically, but I'm, I'm bananas and kills her. It's fun. Um, so, so yeah, the master, I guess what we're supposed to believe here is that this is the, this is actually the master kind of trying to, um, I don't know, get, get back with the doctor and. And yeah. this is this oh. is the only way the master can profess love for the doctor is by giving him an army to take over the universe. I don't know. I well, don't it's, know. It's
2: that very classic. I mean, you know, no no villain ever thinks they're the villain, right? right. They think they're the hero. But but it's also that trope, and and I yeah. I don't use that to be uh, pejorative. I mean, it's it's a good, it's a classic thing, of the the ultimate nemesis. Wanting to be just like the hero, wanting to mirror the hero, and say, "See, we're both alike. You're just like me." And I'm sure that dialogue was in Sherlock this season. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. As I recall, I mean, we're was...
0: not so different, you and I. Yeah. Whereas the Doctor has said earlier, in fact, the difference is, um, is heart, is empathy, is emotion, is pain. Right? Pain is yeah. the gift. I need um, my pain. Wait, uh, no, let's not talk about Star Trek five, please. <laughs> um, and so that's that. So I, I don't know I, I, if somebody can explain to me what, quite why the master is doing this other than that. It is like a peace offering. It's like a cat bringing a dead rat or a live rat into your house and saying, see, a world I of got dead this rats. for you. Um, and maybe that's the answer. Reanimating all the rats. Is the master. Is that, is that crazy cyber rats? they are cyber mats that have, that's right. Are made out of rats. Um, I don't know if, if you guys have a better explanation, I would love to hear it, but that seems to be what, what it is. is It's the master's kind of crazy and has decided rather than taking over the world with an army of his or her own, as we've seen that this is, I'm going to assemble an army and then I'm going to give it to the doctor and see what he does with it. (laughs) Ha ha. Maybe I can do it that way.
2: If it's a temptation to corrupt him, you know, to see, all right, see, see, you're no better than I am. This is what I would do with it, and I bet you're going to do it too.
0: Mm. And, that, and then that, he doesn't do it. That's in there. It just seems so sudden there. and so brief. Yes.
2: Yes. There's no there's no basis for it in the moment and then they try I mean they well, really try. And we
0: to already make it work. saw and honestly we already saw it with Danny but, Pink, right? I mean that, that's okay. the other thing is that he's already gone through this and maybe that's what well, maybe that's the intent here is that he's already gone through this on the small scale, so he doesn't need to go through it on the big scale. That he he the moment that Danny says you need to switch off my emotions in order to get what you want. Oh now, now um, you're changing your opinion. Well, right. That is now, the moment where he does that. That dialogue bothered me.
2: That whole interaction huh. between the three of them, because, you know, clearly, Danny has not grasped, going to a better Star Trek film, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. It's not that the doctor's being cold and calculating or even being an officer. He's trying to save the world. You know, shut up. He's trying to mm-hmm. save the world. So, you know, oh, look at your doctor now. Well, you know,
0: I'm okay but with they
1: that. Were- but they were still re- referring to each other as PE and Sir and stuff, so there was still right. that sort of animosity going on between them. Right. Um,
2: and and then you know uh, oh what was the other thing that bothered me? This is, I should have written that one down. But it was just that whole dialogue, just sort of they each seemed to miss the point. But if that was intentional, it didn't feel like it to me. It was sort of like we need to say these things because it's thematic, not because. We're trying to show that they're missing each other's yeah, point.
0: I, I don't think I agree you know? with that because I think that I think that 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 has been consistent in Danny's relationship with the doctor. In the beginning, oh, is yeah. is is Danny knows what the doctor's game is, and I think Danny realizes very clearly that that uh, the doctor is going to do the thing to save the world and would support that and sacrifice himself to do it if necessary. But which he eventually does. But, but the point I think Danny has been making with the doctor since the beginning is: don't pretend you're not that person. You are that person. You are going to make the choice to have me die or have me kill Clara if that's what you need to do. So don't pretend yeah. you're not that man. And we that's had the that, conversation they're having. We enough. had
1: that before with, wasn't it, Davros telling the Doctor that, you know, yes. you make everybody into soldiers and...
0: Lots of echoes mm. of that this
2: time.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Alright, I, I can go with that but but um but but my so my point is that's kind of worked for me and so then when missy comes and tells the story again it's like i i just saw this and maybe <laughs> maybe that was the point but it's like if we're really to think that he's tempted like what good could i do with that army first off it's kind of a ridiculous question cuz it's built on this poisonous um foundation right. which is you know if we if i if i bring back all the dead on earth and then we kill everybody else on earth and turn them into cybermen then you can do good in the universe it's like well <laughs> that's stupid of course he's not going to agree to that he, and he's never tempted to do that um so it's not truly tempting him and again so i'm left with it's this demented attempt of to express love by uh by missy that uh you know which again you could argue that the master has been trying to express this for a long time and what? this is the all latest the master-
1: the master said it was a birthday present and you know yeah. one of us has yeah. to remember these things and
0: yeah and and, <laughs> so, yeah. and they had been going back it's like they were you know we we had known each other a long time and and we ended up in different places and 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 all of that i don't know it just of all for it to culminate like that but i i think that most world take over the world plots of the master quite honestly do not thrill me because they're so broad and so, um, and they have to be really threatening to get right to the point where they might happen, and then also be resolved by one button press. Yeah. Well,
1: the other thing that this got awesome. me is if the Nether Sphere can have these sentient AIs that are running around, why can't you just run all the Cybermen with the AIs again? Mm-hmm. Like
0: right. Right. Mm. And why, Avengers, if you're, you Avengers have, 2 style. If you're giving them orders, then, the, then they would you don't not need have those consciousness people. Or
2: emotions
0: or, let's let's um, uh let's back up one level. The master has gone through time and space and collected all of the minds of everybody who's ever died. Shouldn't we be focused on getting them somewhere safe so that all of the minds of humanity forever uh are like retrieved because this is actually this is this is a great this is like finding a lost episode of Doctor Who it's that amazing right it's like what if, if what? you take the we, turn? we, we recorded everybody It's <laughs> earlier we recorded everybody and just and even like if they're still alive in the nether sphere then wouldn't you want to retrieve them and keep them alive or or in this like state like River Song being uploaded mm-hmm. to the library why wouldn't you mm-hmm. want to keep them around and instead they're all just kind of like out there being blown up and following well, and, and, it's, and again it's like all George, the, the Vulcan so, essences and stuff trick Three. So George Washington is is saved by Missy and put in, and then his emotions <laughs> removed and put in a cyber body, um, so that he can just be given orders by a bracelet. I, I don't know why you bothered with George Washington then, or you know, you name it, anybody. Well, you know?
1: presumably, if you they didn't have bodies for people going, you know, back all that, that far. Well,
0: that's that's true.
1: So those people are probably just still sat in the nether sphere.
0: I don't. Well, I don't know because they're they're you know they're just like skeletons and stuff out there. It's completely. I don't know. I, we're 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 down a rabbit hole of things that don't make any sense now. I'm afraid. <laughs> well, I, I, just as a final one that rabbits.
1: don't. Final one that didn't make sense is um, all the cybermen are exactly the same size.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: All the people are not exactly the same <laughs> size. So I didn't quite work. out – I expected yeah. we would see sort of cybermen of you know. A bit short to
2: be
0: a Cyberman kind of Yeah, clearly
2: you have to be, like, 5'11", and that's it. It well, they only grow- resurrected the 5'11 people.
0: So, so generating, like, an entire metal armor from um, magical water doesn't bother you, but, um, <laughs> but having them be slightly taller, I mean, they could generate more, more leg length, too. Let's say that. The Cyberpollen, or whatever, also um, evens everybody out, because they're, they're, they're that diabolical everybody's leg bones get to be the same length i don't know Fair enough. i don't i don't i don't know um let's see uh there's a there we watched so my family and i watched uh wayne's world last night which has a completely out of the blue oh mickey you're so fine you're so fine you blow my mind <laughs> hey mickey reference in it mm. only to see that this episode <laughs> likewise has a completely random out of the blue reference so maybe stephen moffat really likes wayne's world i i don't know uh or really like tony basil
2: that would explain sherlock season three
0: um so um yeah sherlock's world sherlock's world (laughs) party time excellent with me as always is watson party on sherlock party on watson (laughs) speaking of rabbit holes um anyway i thought that was bizarre and uh and and not any more bizarre i suppose than the master dancing around to the scissor sisters and uh in uh russell davis's finale so fair enough
2: i i liked that moment yeah this is this is i mean in both both last week and this week i liked so many of the little touches the little details without liking the story i Mm. you know but i loved little bits and pieces like that and the caricatures or characterizations and and the acting i mean even even when i haven't liked something i love the acting
0: oh yeah capaldi What can you say? He he yeah. he's so has he, he great. When things aren't going well, he's still there to make it worth worth watching. Like I said, I wrote I wrote along with the story, and I en- I enjoyed the ride. Um, and then when I started to apply logic to parts of it, then I was like, oh dear, um, I don't know. I, I again, sort of like you well, just take it take it take it for what it is because it breaks down when you start to think about it. I think.
2: And and the reason the reason I felt disappointed is only because this has been at least my favorite. Sustained, yes, consistent series of of really Definitely. good stories. I, I didn't like the first episode, but everything since then, even robot, robot, ro, was it robots of Sherwood, <laughs> robots robot of Sherwood, whatever, robot of of Sherwood, yes, yeah, cyber um, of Sherwood. As as silly and goofy as that was, I loved that one yep. too. So I I've loved everything from from the second episode through to the finale. And and so I was I was kind of hoping for more from the finale, and I d-
1: I think the finale is always the hardest one so to hard. do. Oh, and, um,
0: undoubtedly. We not. we said this in the first episode flashcast too that the bookends here they're hard to do because you you know a first episode in establishing a new doctor there are some mm. rules that you you maybe you don't have to follow but everybody follows them and the finale there's this feeling and again maybe this is Stephen Moffat making pressure. F- putting pressure on himself or his belief that you've got to try and draw people in for the ratings Mm -hmm. for the big finale. But as as a result, you are doing, you know, this form and... It has a form, and there's a big villain or two, and they've got a big plan that is kind of operatic, and it's going to take over the world. Because you know, the master could have some other plan. He could he could have a plan to take or she, in this case, to take over Gallifrey, to uh, take the Doctor's TARDIS away from him, to something, right? But that 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 always gets subverted by the plan is really to take over the world. Wahaha! Because it's the finale.
2: Well, I'd kind of like to think that whatever he sees at the end when he opens the door to see Gallifrey, I'd like to think that she has done something. Well, isn't she has it, not doesn't, vaporized. It, doesn't,
0: isn't there just nothing there that, it was, that she I, sent I him to the wrong place? I think she was just lying. Yeah, yeah she, she think, was just lying. He doesn't see no, – we maybe. see what he sees. It's black. There's nothing there.
1: Yeah. I think but, that – I mean, that's skipping ahead a bit. But I think it was a case of, you know, he he saw nothing, which is why
2: he – like, smashed up the console. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And then,
1: then goes back to Clara, and they're both lying
2: to each other, so... Hmm. Yeah. Which, no, that was a nice character moment.
0: Well, that's them, that's the thing here. You get the sense that... I, I got the sense throughout this episode that this episode was uh, pretty truthful in terms of emotional, um, emotional yes. truth and in terms of where the characters are going. And then it, it layered on top of it was a level of just, you know, ridiculous, like more ridiculous than usual ridiculousness of plot but the, the the i felt like the emotional moments were earned and and um and we might as well talk about that ending now i mean that the, we've talked about them lying throughout this season and this is what we get at the end is clara has seen danny decide through something i don't understand by the way to send back the kid uh resurrected um,
1: nanotechnology definitely.
0: I don't understand where he was he had the well, bracelet I, I I guess there was a line of dialogue but it made no sense to me
2: even, it, even though they, they went for a longer running time this week I still think there was a scene or two cut out because they just sort of jumped to that it's like oh the bracelet can send you back well but it can only send one person back but how did the bracelet get into
1: what I thought was a virtual world
0: yeah well the Cyberman yeah. had the, the Cyber, Cyber Danny had the bracelet but it wasn't in the. They download. I, I don't understand it. it. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't connect. I don't. I don't understand. And then where? Where did he go? Where did um, the kid go? Somebody will write in and explain away. But the kid. So the kid comes back, and so so it, it, again. Let's get to the emotional reality. Here is this is Danny's moment to um, to redeem himself for killing that kid uh, that yeah. he's been living with all his life, set up from the very first moment we see him. And uh, and Clara is dealing with the fact that he's he's gone and not coming back for real. The doctor is dealing with the fact that the master's gone. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. Uh, Presumably, uh, and, and and knows where Gallifrey is and has lied to him, and there's nothing there, so he's miserable. And when he and Clara meet for theoretically the last time, although I suspect not, um, <laughs> they are both lying to each other, like you said, acting like everything's okay she's acting like danny's back because the doctor was way ahead of her there and knows that danny can come back he he's acting like he found gallifrey and then we get that moment and this is the guy who doesn't want to hug anybody and she gets him to hug her and he says uh never trust a hug it's just a way to hide your face and they're both hugging each other looking miserable while they're doing it
1: i i've I've written down in my notes the hug of lies (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh i mean and f- okay that so was a dar- beautiful moment what a what a dark dark place to end this journey with these characters at like you were saying james at you know eight nine p.m essentially <laughs> right so yeah. this is a different kind of doctor who that feels that, that that can go to these richer more complicated uh places uh but i really i really liked that moment i thought that i thought that was great um the, well, the, they were
1: both notionally trying to spare each other's feelings. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, they're right, not trying to right. deceive for anything other than It's uh, to make you feel better. Make you feel better I'm so okay, we end on a good place. You're okay. And they're both miserable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But just before we go to the the, the end end, um <laughs> so the brigadier comes back as a yes, cyber. Man. I
0: was going to back up. So so the brigadier brigadier turns out that david saw it all coming all the way um the brigadier well, it's, it's is resurrected Chekhov's brigadier yes you mentioned the brigadier yes. well you a hang salute, a painting of the brigadier on the wall and by the third act the brigadier must be a Cyberman That's flying right. around and saving <laughs> and, his and he'll
2: shoot he'll shoot
0: yeah he's literally a gun yeah so i am yeah. not a gun so
1: he kills missy or doesn't kill missy because she <laughs> vanishes in a blue
0: magic um, yeah
1: magic thing just like she <laughs> disappeared before oh. um and then the Brigadier just flies away. Like, not to blow himself up, because we don't see that. So the Brigadier is now flying around Earth.
0: He is as managing. A Cyberman. He is managing he is the Iron super Man. cyber squad of heroes who are protecting the Earth. So, yes. It's the him, Avengers Willis and Brigadier Scarlet. It's, 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 Brig, it's Brigadier Cyberman. It's Leonardo da <laughs> Vinci Cyberman. It's. Um, uh, Robin like Sherwood. the Sherwood. with Hammurabi Cyberman. It's B.A. Barakas, Cyberman. Yeah, it's a collection of historical figures who have been turned into Cybermen and now they protect the Earth. So, Brigadier's in charge, though, because he's got the military mind. Totally watch that spinoff. Yep. That's what, yeah, we don't see him. He's off there. The Brigadier is off fighting crimes uh, as a Cyberman.
1: And he doesn't stop to say anything Mm -hmm. or. Yeah. But we get the salute, which we we do get the salute.
0: Yes. Telegraphed, but nice. Um, you know, again, again,
2: Capaldi sold it. It was a wonderful moment. Just didn't surprise me, right? But, well, there's your emotional,
0: lovely. there's your emotional truth versus your yeah. kind of plotting part. Yeah. Um, and I, I probably would have done the same thing as a writer. I, I actually, I liked. I mean, we we talked about this a little bit. I liked, I liked uh, Clara and Danny's scene in the creepy graveyard. I, the cre- creepy graveyard was nice mm. and creepy too. They did a good job with the creepy <laughs> graveyard. It was, it was yeah. an appropriately creepy graveyard all around. And then the cyber hands are coming out of the earth and all that. That was good. They did, I think, a Mm -hmm. good job with that. And I like that um, where he takes off the mask and he looks all, you know, dead and converted in a cyber cyber zombie kind of way where it's Danny and he's talking to us. But you get the sense from the moment he takes that mask off, he's not coming back.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's very, very Borg makeup. Yeah. I keep going back to Star Trek. I'm sorry. But – it was. I mean, right to the you know, the studs in the cheeks and yeah. the, the sort of graying out and yeah, so but if he, if if Picard can come back. That's right.
0: Ah, uh, not, not Danny Pink. He's no longer pink. He's now pale and grey. Um he's lost but, all of his how, blood. How, Poor Danny Pink. How, Danny how gray. did they have their descendant? That's well, well so uh, so
1: we find out that Clara is pregnant at the first episode of next season, mm, and, presumably, or the
0: Christmas special. Yeah, no, true. And that'll be the uh, that'll be the Orson Pink descend- or it's timey wimey, and that future doesn't happen now. Or they, they never said they said that it was connected to her timeline, and they never said that it was a direct necessarily a direct descendant. So, well, I they did know. say
1: something like he had an ancestor who travelled in time, right?
0: But those are never again. It's all like vague enough that they could they could so play that's it off. True.
1: I was going to ask, did Danny ever travel in the TARDIS?
0: I don't think so. He he went in there with the kids, but they didn't travel. Yeah, either. I don't
1: think they, because I I know your strict rules on companion. Is he a companion, uh, right? Yeah, because I was thinking, does he count as a sort of shockingly killed companion, but... I don't know, maybe. But I mean, I was impressed that he died and seems to have stayed dead. Yeah,
0: no, that's um, it. That's it. And he was killed he, in such a boring fashion, which was by a car, that they then had to do, you know, he had to have interesting things happen to him after that. <laughs> so now he dies, and he's a Cyberman. Well, we never,
1: and- we never saw the moment of his death. So right at the moment he's about to die, the Doctor appears in the TARDIS, takes him off for about two seasons of interesting adventures, oh. and then puts him right back at that place. So- he
0: says, I don't want to go! And People say that on Doctor Who. Um... Yeah, but if, if, if in the future
2: yeah. he shows up right before Danny steps into the street, I am just going to, uh, anyway. Not going to happen. Okay. I'm okay. Not going to happen. <laughs> uh, that's, I, Well, I kind of hope it doesn't happen. It's not going to happen. That's the... That's I like the, the emotional... That's the whole point. ...effect of this. That's the whole point. But... But it still bugs me, just because it's such an easy solution. It still bugs me. Why can't he just go to the 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 uh, you know across the river from Manhattan, go and rescue Amy and Rory and bring them bring them to New Jersey and then go away?
0: Well, I mean, part but of part of it is like literally, you have a character who can do anything, and you've got to not you you know right right. He has to can, have kryptonite. There are no stories if he can do anything, right? Or the stories are so complicated and random that nobody cares. So. You got to go with it. You got to say there. It becomes part of events, or I'm limited with what I can do, and and uh, or it's a time locked event. Or, yeah, you know, you've got to you got to yeah. you got to say something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, so we let's um let's uh, talk about the very end, end, end.
1: <laughs> well, I like the fact that the credits started to roll. Yes, and, and then we had the 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 knocking from off screen. Yeah, so um, we get,
0: we get, we get, thank you for ba- making me feel special. Likewise, it's a very nice moment. And we're all thinking, well, what, is this it for Clara? This is the end. It looks like it's the end. And the credits roll. And you're like, wow, what a way to go out. Just they're going out. This is like David Tennant standing in the rain looking sad. Um, <laughs> and uh, the credits break, basically, as the doctor's sitting there and there's a knock at the door.
2: <laughs> and you can't
0: end like that a voice says you can't end it like that you're both you're m- <laughs> both miserable or whatever he says the the thing was
1: like yesterday i just played a video game that has exactly the same ending that the <laughs> you defeat the final boss the credits roll and then you get a second of credits and then they say you can't end it like that so i was kind of it was <laughs> uh deja
2: vu
0: hmm. <laughs> And well, it, it was
2: and it was great to hear Nick Frost's voice, oh, right? Oh,
0: yes. So you reverse on Santa Claus, and it's Nick Frost. And that's, as Santa That was Claus. the moment when I booed
2: because <laughs> it's Santa Claus. Come on! If we can have uh, a Robin Hood, I know. Why can we not it,
0: have Santa Claus?
1: Well, Santa Claus is a robot, and
0: or uh, well, no, he's he's a Time Lord. I don't know. There's something. Well, we'll that's, we'll how, he great, the, he, he that's how he delivers all the. That's how he delivers the presents. Yeah. yeah
2: his bag you is know. bigger on the inside that's right that's I, how you get
1: around all the chimneys in one night
2: way way TARDIS. back I wrote a, a story where it was uh, Chris Kringle and Father Christmas and St. Nicholas and Santa Claus and St. Lucy and you know all just all of the different myths and they were all getting together for a drink after Christmas and the, the idea was that they all worked together and and they praised the international dateline and you know and the bag was bigger on the inside It was it was a cute
0: little story So Christmas then, uh, what, uh, what do we, um, uh, before we finish talking about the episode, I I thought, uh, David, I think it's clear how you feel about it, which is you (laughs) like some of the details and it sounds very much like you're repeating your review of the, of episode one, actually. Pretty Um, much. Yeah. Uh, James, what about you? What was your overall Um, thought about this?
1: Um, I enjoyed it as it was going along and I just tried not to think about the details because that's when it started to fall apart, but I enjoyed all the, the characterization and it kind of felt like they had worked out the ending of the season and then worked back through Uh the whole season and sort of seeded all this stuff. So there was a nice payoff for things. Um, And yeah, I mean, I was, I was kind of genuinely impressed that they killed people off Uh Um, Mm. because that's, I expected it, you know, to be nicely wrapped up by the end and then, uh something else to happen but no it was it was yeah no i I enjoyed it um i don't think it was as strong as some of the the mid-season episodes but Hmm.
2: i agree and and i will i will say that the the first episode i i just i didn't think it was very well paced i didn't really like i mean it was literally just details i thought this was well paced I don't think the plot quite holds together, hmm. but I enjoyed it a lot more than the beginning.
0: Well, I think it's clear, and I, James, I agree with I, I agree with your take on this. I enjoyed it. In um, the dwelling on the details makes it kind of start to come apart. The emotional reality and the themes of the season are all in here, and yeah. and t- so to me it feels like this is the emotional journey that uh, and and these are the, the- that wanted to t- uh, take, and these are the themes he wanted to explore, and then he wrapped a Doctor Who finale plot around it. And although some of the ideas in that plot are really interesting, the whole, I mean, the the audacity, I I said that last week of, uh, (laughs) you know, we've been downloading all of the brains of everybody who's died and we're going to put the, we're going to resurrect all the bodies and turn them into Cybermen. I mean, that's crazy stuff. But... You know, in the details of wrapping up that plot, that stuff is kind of a mess. The emotional stuff is strong, I think, and the character arcs are strong, and the and Capaldi is strong, and Jenna Coleman is strong, Um, and uh, and I like Missy because I thought, although I liked her more last week than this week, I think because (laughs) she was a little more. Maniacal last week, but I like I like Missy. I like that they did that with the master. I would like to see her come back. I think that would be fun. Yes, I'd like to see her come back with a clever small scale plot and not an end of the world plot because those are tiresome. But yes. um, but but so I, I I'm 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 with you um and especially with James and like I enjoyed it as it was going on. I enjoyed the ride. I had no idea where it was going to go and that was fun. But yeah, in examining it, it kind of falls apart, and I don't think. It measures up to the best of this season at all. But I, as a bookend to the season, I felt like, you know, we, we didn't and we didn't end up with the season wrapped in a way that was like, oh, isn't it great? Now we can move on. It was like, oh, what a journey we took. right It was tough. <laughs> it was tough. And maybe it's not over and we don't know. And, I, I you know, I, I like that that uh, that he tried to do that something that different and that different kind of yeah. a feel. That's been the season in a nutshell is let's try something different.
1: Yeah, and we we left it with everybody depressed and lying to each other. And,
0: yeah. So Santa yeah. will make it all better. Yeah. So
1: did you see the trailer for the um, Christmas episode? Yes. Yes.
0: yes. And that was posted. That was actually posted before the episode aired in the US. They posted it. All after right. it aired in the UK, oh, BBC wow. America posted it on YouTube. So, So we've all seen it.
1: So that looks interesting because some of the imagery very much said alien to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. the or kind at least of monster. Yeah. I mean, Oh, you mean alien the movie? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just the sound effects. Yes. So
1: well, the sort of sound effects the gooey, and the, the, the gooey out, mouths opening. opening.
0: Yeah.
1: I, and I was, I was expecting a little mouth to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Santa and elves and, whatever
0: and who are you gonna call
1: <laughs> yes i did i think you it's the wrong movie well, um,
0: clearly
2: it's something going on at the north pole because he because he says that right
0: yeah he says the north pole you know who, who you're gonna yeah. call um but that it does suggest a, a level of a kind of a darkness again to uh to doctor who uh for christmas even that we yeah that we don't expect so um it'll be interesting
1: and- and we don't know if Clara is going to be in it. I think there was some talk that she was, she had done stuff. Yeah, for it. I had
0: read, I had read somewhere that that they had actually said she is going to be in it. But uh, I guess we all need to check that in case that was all subterfuge by the BBC. But it looks, to, I, it feels to me, the, the given that Santa says we can't end it like that. I, exactly. I, I think yeah. it's undoubtedly true. I don't think the rumor is that she's leaving the show, but not leaving until. Until the Christmas special, I don't, you know, that may not even be true, but it would seem about right to me. She'd done a, a year and a half. That's probably about right for her to go.
2: I, I just figured yeah. it was all subterfuge because, I mean, I remember when uh, The Best of Both Worlds on On Next Generation, there was all this talk that, oh, Patrick Stewart needs to renew his contract, and I don't know. And it turned out he had a long-term contract anyway, but all the talk was about, oh, he might leave. Jeopardy, jeopardy. So, you know, of course they're going to say, oh, she might be leaving. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I I, I, Since, I mean, as enjoyable as she's been this year and as she's grown this year, I want to see more. I'd like to see her continue. And I I don't know that I would have said that last year. Yeah, I mean, I think we said before
1: that... Now that she's no longer a magical being, you know, yes. she's, she's far more interesting as a character. So I could do another season of her. But
0: See, I'm, I'm going to argue that I think that this season has been really great for her, but that I think maybe it is time for her to go. And I, I say that only because, not because I don't like her, because I think she's actually great. But I feel like this episode is in some ways the capper of this story, which is she can be the doctor. She's as good as the doctor now. Right. Yeah. She, she, in fact, yeah. walks the walk and talks the talk and gets to be listed first in the credits. And it's her eyebrows that we see in the opening credits. Right. Um, so I feel like you don't really want that out of a companion. Like she's graduated <laughs> now. I mean, I, that that's so that would be my only argument. I mean, if she comes back, I'll be fine with it because I think Jenna Coleman is great. But um, as as uh, Clara, I think we've seen her reach the end. Uh, more or less in terms of her capabilities and now she would just be another another doctor and do we want a season of you know river song as essentially as the companion it would certainly be a different way to go but i'm not sure she would have much of a story arc she sort of had that over the last season
1: well the the thing that i was thinking of was like the way the place that they've left it you know danny's dead she's grieving him and uh, she should
0: just leave her life behind now right
1: well, and but the Doctor, you know, the Doctor's, like, grieving Gallifrey or whatever. Mm-hmm. Can we wrap all that up in one episode and have her sent on her way? And do Christmas and Santa and aliens mm-hmm. and stuff at the same time? It seems like there's too much there to sort of... Um, if she isn't.
0: If she uh, is, yeah.
1: I mean, it might be, yeah. I mean, it might be that she's not in the Christmas special at all and she's in the next season, but...
0: Huh. I don't know Mysteries Mysteries So we should um, Wrap up Before we do We've talked about it A little bit But I wanted to At least get your Your take as a whole On how you feel This uh, this season has gone James uh, how, What's your feeling About this season uh, Compared to previous I,
1: uh, I Think it was Immeasurably better Than the last oh, Sort yeah. of batsmith season And uh Right from the get-go. And I I don't... I think a lot of that is Peter Capaldi. Mm. Um, But just generally also the writing seemed to be much better, better dialogue. Um, And as you say, it's hard to say... It's hard to realise that it's the same person who did uh, a lot of the previous seasons. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I think... It's the strongest whole season that I remember in in a, in a long time since probably early David Tennant mm. era. Um, and yep. I've I've kind of forgotten Matt Smith now.
2: <laughs>
0: well, the bow tie uh, in this episode, I was like, oh right, <laughs> bow ties are cool. I remember that now. Well, it, it was when uh, and there was a flashback. Uh, so of of uh, oh yeah,
1: of- and that was that felt really strange seeing him again, and I don't know why. From from because uh, we took. Talk-
0: yeah. From bells of Saint John, which is yeah. Clara, our Clara's first episode,
1: right? Um, but I think, yeah, it, w- it was when David Tennant appeared in the fiftieth anniversary. I kind of remembered how much I'd like David Tennant, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I, I, I think uh, Peter Capaldi is just so much better. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I think my, my uh, standard for these things is I consider would i purchase the the blu-ray box set and i didn't for the matt smith stuff and i would for this
0: stuff ah wow that's a that's a big endorsement i agree with you i think this was a uh i think this was a really good season i i'm not sure i think only time will tell but i i'm not sure i feel like any ep- single episode was a uh a classic i think listen was possibly may I need to I need to watch it again I've only seen it the one time I need to go back and watch it I want to go back and watch this whole season again but uh, so for me uh, I'm not sure it necessarily hit some of the highs of previous seasons but it was by far I think the most consistent and challenging and interesting. Of, mm-hmm. of of seasons and like i said earlier trying to do something different and if you if i i wasn't aware of the backstory of who the producers are and the, who the writers are and all of that i would not i would put money down that this was not the same production team who did the previous year yeah. and although some of the producers have changed stephen Moffat is still there and he obviously made a decision to make a very different show and i was skeptical and I think he did it I think this is a very different Doctor Who than Matt Smith's Doctor Who. Well, and I, I, like I,
1: think it. They, I think they pushed it, you know, we were saying about pushing it forward a couple of hours in the schedule. And by doing that, it freed him up to make it uh, a darker show. And I think that must have been a, a deliberate decision.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I, it must have been. And David, uh, you, you mentioned this earlier, but uh, your, your, your thoughts about this season as a, as a whole...
2: I've, I like I said, this is the best, most consistent, sustained run of episodes I think they've done, at least in the new era. Um, yeah. Just a lot of fun. And, and taking, you know, it's not that I didn't enjoy the previous series, because uh, I did, clearly. Um, but one of the things I liked about it was discovering a new doctor in a new way. I mean, uh, he's very different from the the last three. He's, he's an older man and he's uh, more alien. That was something they, they said clearly at the beginning, they said, we want to make him more alien again. We want to emphasize that. And so that was lovely. And the relationship was lovely. Uh, But again, my, I think my favorite part was that the plots took what, you know, could be very standard doctor who plots and twisted them and turned them and bent them and surprised you in some way by the end. There was always at least one element that zigged instead of zagging. And I liked that. And so, you know, even, even something like Sherwood, which was goofy, I loved it. I, I didn't have, you know, does it hold together? I don't know, but I, I enjoyed it. Uh, time heist, time heist, eh, maybe it's kind of silly, but I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed every part of that. Um, and and even this. I mean, like I said, I enjoyed this much more than I enjoyed the first episode. Partly because, you know, again, even though the details kind of fall apart, uh, or the, the plot details fall apart when you look at it, the pacing of it was very nice. It was a very deliberately paced episode, whereas I, I felt the pacing in the first episode was a little out of kilter. It, it was too slow, then it was too fast, then it was too slow. Uh, it was very odd. Um, I also liked that this took the time to have good character dialogue and and good moments without just being quick shots of action and running and things flying and blowing up. It was a very, I mean, it it dealt with the the themes of death and afterlife and all that uh, in a, in a refreshing way, I thought for Doctor Who.
0: Yeah. I, uh, Uh, somebody on twitter i forget who it was now said something about uh when was the last time that you saw the eighth season of anything let alone the 51st season of anything (laughs) um attempt to do something this different and ambitious um and change the show that much i mean this Mm. this i'm so impressed even when it didn't work i'm so impressed at um the attempt to make this a different show and i do think um, I'm, I'm looking back at last season, and uh, we didn't have kind things to say about last season. My very favorite episode from last season was Hyde, and I would argue that that is probably better than the average episode this season, but not by a lot. And, there, you know, I would say it feels more like kind of the average level of quality of this season. And I really liked Hyde, and I thought the Crimson yeah. Horror was kind of fun, too. But, you know, I, I look at a lot of these other episodes from last season, and yeah uh this this was the last season was not great, and this season was much better, so I think that those changes were all for the better too. I think oh, yeah. it
1: helped also that we had a run of twelve
0: agreed um, instead of splitting in, in it go- in half We yeah. had two half yes. seasons last season too. We had the yeah, Amy yeah. and Rory anthology season, and then we had the brief Jenna Coleman season, and then you know with a Christmas special in the middle
2: and that and that to me was i mean i didn't care for any of the Amy and Rory half
0: no of last no. season no at in all. fact if, if you look at it now the second half of the season starts to feel like this season oh, yes. it not it didn't quite get there but it's like when when Jenna Coleman came on board the the stories because there was like Rings of Aquitan which I really didn't like but it was an attempt to do something totally different and Hyde was different and the Crimson Horror was this kind of wacky story where the doctor is sort of not even in it for a long time um because he's covered in goo or whatever it is <laughs> I, it, it was like the starting of the transformation might have happened in that second season but it was not no. that consistent quality no. wise no, uh, no, no, journey no. to the center of the tardis and you know <laughs> yeah, anyway and
2: and you know the 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 thing that i didn't like about the second half of last season was that she was pretty much a name and a face and puzzle girl yeah there was not mm. much character going on there was not any kind of development and so she's very schizophrenic. And that's why, you know, I would really like her in one, and I'd really not like her in another. I really did not like the last episode of last series. I loved the 50th anniversary. I hated the Christmas episode. Hmm. You know, they were so – I mean, it was just sort of like – Yeah, it was when, all over the place. All of a sudden, this year, she's a teacher. And I went, where did that come from? Well, okay, maybe you finally figured out who she is and what she's doing. And, and they did. You know, they, they gave her a grounding in some kind of reality. And that was the thing that drove me nuts last year. Yeah, was was I mean, it's like I said at the Christmas one, the the finale, the anniversary, and the Christmas one are all written by Moffat. But they even having <laughs> watched them multiple times, they feel like three different writers wrote them without trading notes. Yeah, it's really weird. Mm. So and this we also- season was much more consistent that way.
1: And we had the sort of thread of coupling style relationship stuff sprinkled through this season as well. Um,
0: And very well done, too. Yeah. It's as if he knows how to write that sort of material. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we've gone on, I think, uh, longer than we ever have before for one of these, but it's the big big finale for us, too. Yes, you do. Yeah. So I want to thank James and David. Thank you so much for being on not just this episode, but other episodes this year. It's been great.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having.
0: And I want to thank everybody out there for listening to our flashcasts of Doctor Who on the TV podcast. Keep the TV podcast around if you're subscribed to the TV podcast itself. Uh, There will be other shows that we will do from time to time. You never know, so you can check it out. Just keep on listening. If you're listening to the Incomparable Master Feed, you'll get it there. If you're listening in our Doctor Who feed, whenever we talk about Doctor Who here or on the other shows on the network, you'll get it there. And I will tell you this, we will see you on December 25th Christmas night right (laughs) back here to talk about the Christmas special and until then thanks for being on this 12 week journey with us watching Doctor Who it's been a lot of fun and we'll see you at Christmas (laughs)